Hello and welcome. This is the Bits vs. Byte podcast. I am your host, Amit Grigic, and today I have a guest uh, called Jochen Verhul. He's uh, one of the co-founders for VMC.ai. Uh, and uh, welcome. Thank you very much. So um, could you tell me a little bit about your background? Uh, well, I have been an entrepreneur for the past 15 years, always uh, in tech. So I had a software company, which is still operational, and uh, I used that software company as a cash flow foundation to kick off different other projects. Mm-hmm. And one of them, those is, of course, VMC. Yeah. Uh, so could you tell me a little bit about that and how you started that? Yeah, just to clarify, the software company uh, is now running on its own without me, and I'm full in on, uh, on VMC. Um, and to tell about VMC, uh, VMC um, basically it's a solution for mobility as a service which, which happened to use a blockchain because it's uh, more effective. We try to solve two issues. Uh, the first issue is the lack of interoperability between all uh, the systems uh, that the big mobility companies use uh, and it causes uh, a lot of inefficiencies, uh-huh. uh, irrational competition. Um, and of course, we want to open up the system a bit. So uh, we want to democratize the access to uh, the mobility as a service industry. Um, so if you have free bikes and you want to uh, lend them out, uh, feel free. You don't have to uh, build an entire IT infrastructure. Uh, you can use it. Uh, you can use ours. Yeah. So the uh, what happens right now with a lot of mobility companies is probably that they have their own kind of closed uh, closed source products that they use. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you try to provide one that's uh, available for everyone, right? Yeah, um, well, they can keep their own systems, yeah, uh, sure. but they have access to our system as well. So it's like a, a, an additional database that you can put under all these uh, infrastructures that, uh, that they happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they can share uh, like three ledgers, an uh, incentive uh, ledger, which also manages transactions, and uh, a data ledger and an identity ledger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to give you an example, for the, in, the to share incentives with each other, we have scooters connected to the network, to the blockchain, and we have buses connected to our blockchain. Uh, in, and we are now building a situation that if the scooter company delivers a passenger to the bus, then the bus company says, well, here, thank you very much, here is one euro as uh, a small reward. And then together they can program in small incentives uh, that can have a big impact to mm-hmm. solve local mobility uh, issues with each other instead of having some kind of senseless competition. Yeah, so um, to go to pull it back a little bit, because uh, that's uh, a hard topic for everyone, uh, is blockchain, of course, which mm-hmm. uh, you use. Um, maybe we can uh, dive into that a little bit about what it actually is, right? Because mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's something that... Uh, I get asked a lot as well. Yeah. <laughs> People that, that aren't in the tech industry, they're like, yeah, yeah. Hey, what, what is this blockchain everybody's talking uh-huh. about? So uh, maybe you can uh, explain just uh, in a high-level uh, fashion what it actually does. Because you said it's it's like a database, but yeah. uh, maybe you can explain it a little bit more. 
Yeah, well, of course, it's like a database. Uh, there's the main difference is that usually a blockchain is decentralized. It means that uh, the server, uh, there, there are multiple services that all uh, contain the same uh, data and they all know from each other what is the uh, state of the blockchain. Uh, and because they all know from each other what the state of the blockchain is, it becomes impossible to tinker with that uh, data. Uh, and therefore it can for, uh, provide uh, a source of truth yeah uh, so that that's uh, i think the main difference yeah so you have a um, a lot of uh, a lot of servers that uh, connect to that uh, or actually connect to that blockchain they yeah. know about what the state is and also uh, that helps because, for example, if one server doesn't work, yeah, there's single uh, point of failure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, because normally, uh, well, in in some websites, for example, uh, when they have a database, uh, they have just one server. Yeah, uh, if if that server goes down, yeah, if you then do something with websites, you know uh, that that uh, uh, it's an issue that sometimes uh, happens, of course. And uh, in theory, it shouldn't happen with the blockchain. And with the bigger blockchains, of course, you see that uh, indeed that does not happen with Bitcoin, for example. It's yeah, it's um, a remarkable project because nobody owns it, nobody knows where it came from. It's just there, people run nodes, and it works. Yeah, uh, and but you can just pull the plug from your node, and it will keep on working. Yeah, because that's that's interesting <coughs> to me as well. I don't know the exact uh, way uh, those nodes kind of run. So. Mm. Um, for example, for your blockchain that mm -hmm. you created, um, how, how does that work? So how do, does someone, uh, maybe someone says, okay, I want to run a, a node for the VMC blockchain as well. Yeah. How, how does that work? In our case, it's different than uh, a Bitcoin uh, node because we have an authenticated blockchain, which means that it's not possible for just anybody uh, to run nodes. It's really, really easy. Uh, it works like the same as you would have access to the Google Maps API, for example. Uh, you have to have access, you get a key, there you, there you go. But it allows us to deliver one uh, level of additional security. Yeah, so you... Uh, for example, if you, someone comes to you and says, okay, I want to be a node in the yeah, blockchain, then you possible, have to yeah. provide them with some kind of key. Yeah, they, they request a key, uh, a key, we give them to them and they uh, can uh, run a node. Uh, the main difference, of course, is then that if we see that there are some kind of bad participant, we can uh, easily... You can cut them off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they will be cut off automatically, but yeah. Yeah, I was wondering about uh, uh, that because then you need to somehow have an authentication uh, yeah, server or yeah. whatever uh, are you aren't you worried about the single point of failure coming back to that again uh, because you have one uh, server of course that does the authentication uh, no, of course, there, there is a, a level of centralization. Yeah, uh, sure. that's the uh, that's true. So yeah, yeah. So the, we can kick people out of the network. Um, for us, it's necessary, I would say, because we work with yeah, Europe's biggest mobility companies, and they sure. expect uh, a level of trust. And they, uh, I can, uh, I cannot sell to them that uh, well, maybe anybody can run a note. <laughs> yeah, and and it's also a matter of uh, timing, right? So um, if we become bigger gradually, 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 we can open up the system even further, and maybe even just remove uh, the mm. authentication uh, layer, which would be brilliant. But for now, we need to. Um, manage yeah 
because blockchain as well. Yeah, I, I get that because uh, a lot of companies are afraid when someone can just do something to the network, right? And uh, say, okay. Yeah, compared with uh, IOTA, uh, IOTA has uh, the uh, the Oracle for a long time in yeah. their in their network. Basically, the Oracle is like the master node which determines the truth. So it has a big single point of failure. Yeah, sure. uh, but you need it. You know, you cannot expect uh, it from day one to be fully decentralized and completely operational yeah yeah so uh, the thing about blockchain is that a lot of people say it and it's usually used synonymously as uh, something to do with bitcoin <laughs> yeah. which, uh, which is uh, it's not true right it's, it's not the same thing it, it does use uh, the blockchain technology but it's not one and the same right no no it's completely uh, different our token uh, so uh, if you invest in the company you invest in invest our in our company so we have shareholders and we have a security token that has um uh, a right of a share of revenue mm-hmm. but the token that is being used in the network is is, is a stable token which is back to the euro yeah uh, so yeah. it's not uh, uh, uh it's completely different yeah yeah, so when you explain to people uh, what you do and you say that you use blockchain, do you kind of, um, you use some kind of uh, currency as well, so some kind of uh, coin as well, right? Or token? Yeah, but or, it's our, yeah, so it's yeah. our own token. Yeah, do you, do you also get that kind of question that uh, people are uh, kind of saying, okay, uh, is this just another crypto coin that uh, is popping up or how does that, how does uh, that uh, work? Yeah, well, usually when I explain what I do is... Uh, they don't I, get it at all. <laughs> that happens quite frequently as well. <laughs> but uh, uh, what I um, if if I try to explain it to somebody that I know that hasn't uh, this person doesn't need really have a technical background, yeah. I say that we try to build an open mobility infrastructure, which of course is really broad. Yeah. Uh, and oh. then I uh, try to make it more concrete by saying... Well, it's like an open source and easy to access version of the OVA chip card. Uh, it, uh, uh, it allows you to participate uh, on that network as well. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting way to, to look at it as well. So um, <coughs> what, what, what is your kind of view on this kind of whole blockchain hype that we, are, uh, that we had? I mean, I, I think it's kind of dying down right now, uh, yeah. especially with the kind of cryptocurrency yeah, if it, market. If it, if it goes up, it, should, it, it goes down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially when, uh, when you saw the figures uh, that we saw last year. Yeah, yeah there were so many uh, cowboys uh, uh, in this field that um, for me, I on purposely did not join. I couldn't get my head around it. Uh, and um, and you just know that, hey, if this attracts so many people, I don't want to be affiliated with and that kind of people, especially. Yeah, yeah it's just a bunch of hillbillies uh, come up, coming up with white papers, uh, screaming, selling, and... Uh, Especially when it's people, yeah. Especially when it's unregulated, because that's kind of the state of the market at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So, did you also invest in uh, some kind of crypto coins or whatever, or did you all already say, okay, yeah, we're not going to do that at all? No, no. It's of course it's said. Uh, um, uh it's fascinating, right? So I remember in 2009 or 10, uh, um, there was a news article on NuPnl, and it said Bitcoin is dead. It, <laughs> uh, it dropped uh, uh, to 50 cents. It used to be a dollar something, uh, and I was like, hmm, 
you know, let's buy it. So I spend a day or maybe even two to actually try to buy uh, uh, a Bitcoin, which was really, really tough back then. And so yeah, I when was this? This was, I think, uh, maybe in the beginning times of Bitcoin, if I heard yeah, the prices, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, and it was really, for me, at least, it was a challenge to uh, acquire a Bitcoin. So I bought for $100 in Bitcoin. And then, of course, two days later, I forgot the, the, my private key, but uh, that, <laughs> that happens. happens. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did get you yeah. couldn't get in your wallet anymore. <laughs> no, and I try, uh, we did we did some mining in 2014 and 15, and then we pulled the plug because we thought that's not profitable at all. Um, um, uh, and and yes, uh, I invested uh, in it, but um, like in November 2017, I got out of everything. Um, so I'm. I'm I made and I lost uh, some. And uh, when the market cap hit 250, I started to invest again this year, which was not the best move. <laughs> uh, we know all, we well. all know where the market is right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As of recording, it's December <laughs> of yeah. 2018. And yeah, so I, I, I lost 50%. But yeah. yeah, but it's um, uh, don't put your money in it. Uh, just put a little bit of in, uh, in it, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and play around. Uh, that. It's as a, a lot of people say, right? They 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 uh, they say okay if you want to invest in it just invest the money you can like lose if you want to lose it yeah right? and do it for uh, do, do it because it's fun yeah uh, and don't uh, do it because you want to get rich quick yeah exactly so I want to go back to VMC because that's yeah. uh, the, the, the main thing you're working on right now so what are some of the kind of the challenges you, uh, you've you seen while starting uh, uh, while starting up actually uh, this, this whole company yeah well our strategy was uh, not to uh, sell it uh, before we build it so we just built our own uh, blockchain infrastructure we invest ourselves pretty heavily in it um, and get it up and running. So people now actually can take the bus using our app, pay with tokens, you can use an e-scooter, which is really, really nice. But building actually something that works using a blockchain, uh, that's of course uh, uh, was quite a challenge. Um, uh, so on the technical side, it was um, very, very intriguing to do. Um, and now we have the challenge, I would say, to better communicate what we do because we, uh, in the end, we are a bunch of nerds uh, in an office <laughs> to do cool things. Yeah. And now we have to step back and uh, say, okay, well, we try to solve this mobility issue. Two things, interoperability and uh, democratization of access to this mobility industry. Simple as that. Uh, and we can do really creative things as a consequence uh, yeah. and we have to improve on that yeah so it's more about um conveying what you're actually doing uh, than uh well the creating of course as you said that's yeah, that's the technology difficult. part is difficult yeah. and then the communication part is dif uh, yeah. difficult as well and because you're so deep in 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 the tech um uh, you quickly end up uh, yeah, you you it's difficult to Explain it in a really simple way. Yeah, that's that's the thing because uh, I can imagine, and I, I've I've noticed that myself on projects as well. It's yeah. like, yeah, this is logical, right? This yeah. is totally logical to me. But, but <laughs> that's what you do twenty four hours a day, right? Yeah, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the hard thing is actually uh, really translating it into something 
someone on the street would even get what, what yeah. the, the the real deal is behind it, right? So was it also? Uh, I, I'm I'm curious about that. Was it also hard to kind of find uh, the people to to do this project with uh, to actually create that technology? Because that uh, I I can imagine is also a pretty difficult uh, task. Uh, no, for my software company, um, there is a great, uh, we, we know really, really talented uh, developers. So we got the best out of that software company uh, in order to make sure that we have a, a great team to uh, to start with. Yeah. Um, and because I have been an entrepreneur for the past 15 years, you also know where to find the, the right people. And yeah. what I also do, so I, you have a few uh, really talented people with experience and the first thing that i like to do is also onboard really really smart kids but not with um, that much experience yeah. but you know that if you just give them a comp- uh, computer and uh, some time they will uh, be wizards in no time yeah that's that's what what i uh, usually discuss with a lot of people that come on the podcast as well is that they uh, actually, also, they also already say to me like I, I look at more of the soft skills, right? So yeah. the, the it, can he communicate an idea? Can uh, he or she actually communicate an idea? And also, uh, I mean, the technical part can be learned in a lot, in a lot of ways. Yeah, right? but attitude uh, That's it, is, yeah. is is the most challenging part. Yeah, so yeah. you want to have people who uh, who have or are pretty smart mm-hmm. um, but also capable of working in a team talking That's with it, yeah. a lot of respect towards each other but being able to challenge the uh, any kind of discussion yeah 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 and uh, uh working on uh, what you do uh, at VMC as well. Um, so you recently started working together with a company for scooters. So yeah. the, it's a, is it S Wheels to go? Or how, how, do you say, yeah, how do you actually say it? <laughs> I think he would pronounce it as wheels to go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, could you tell me uh, how you actually tie in there, but also uh, how did, what this partnership means to you as a, as a kind of startup company? Yeah, well, uh, in the next three months we will announce more uh, mobility companies that will work with us uh, so what we initially did was connecting buses well that's great of course but we want to demonstrate that we can do more than public transport because what we can do is uh, solve for example the first mile last mile challenge sure, yeah. so we need two types of vehicles uh, so we have the last mile with the bus and the first mile with the e-scooter uh, so that's why it's nice to have them uh, on board uh, as well to adapt to uh, VMC uh, and it's really I wouldn't say easy to connect uh, uh, an e-scooter to a blockchain but all we need is a sticker on it and usually the rest of all the hardware is already available in uh, in the scooter mm-hmm. um, so yeah yeah so you, you showed me an example of for example the, the thing you do in the bus mm-hmm. uh, so you had like a it's kind of a QR code is it yeah. a QR it's a QR code right yeah so the bus we have uh, basically uh, blockchain is so you can do wallet to wallet transactions yeah uh, sure. so we uh, what we did is we uh, gave the uh, bus uh, or any kind of vehicle so also the scooter uh, basically has uh, a public key uh, and the QR code that you see in the bus is uh it contains a few things, but uh, um, it also contains reference to the public key. 
Yeah. Uh, and in the bus, of course, we need to have a screen because of two things. We need to have a beep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that was one of the big reasons <laughs> to have, uh, have a terminal in, uh, in the bus because the bus driver... Um, you should be able to hear beep if somebody checked in. Uh, and so they know they've paid or whatever. Yeah, 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 beep, check in. Okay. And but second thing is, of course, if somebody would find out that this uh, sticker that you can put into a bus would refer to a public key, then I would know what I would do. I would just get all stickers off and put my stickers on there and uh, let yeah. people pay uh, to me, <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. Get, oh, that's get rich. crazy yeah so, I didn't think about that one yeah. yeah so we need some kind of randomization in uh, in there and uh, yeah so it becomes impossible yeah so for example for that uh, thing that you did with the e-scooters the e mm -hmm. so um, do they kind of integrate that in their own app or how does that work yeah that's the, the cool thing I think about VMC is because they will integrate it in their app but um, let's say you also use VMC um, as uh, as a matter of payment or sharing data or identities. It doesn't really matter. Uh, both of the apps are uh, interoperable with each other. Mm. So maybe you have an uh, an app for um, for a taxi service that uses our blockchain. Fine, you can also use the same step. So yeah. people can go out uh, creatively building things that help to solve mobility issues but still all the apps can work with each other yeah yeah that's crazy because you have a potential <coughs> it's a big market right the mobility market uh, and yeah mobility and especially the mobility as a in, uh, as a service industry yeah. is just yeah it's, it's just getting out of its infancy a little bit yeah so yeah. it's really uh, really nice yeah to, to to take the example of uh, for example in the city of Rotterdam mm -hmm. uh, you, you see all these kind of e-scooters and yeah. all these kind of e-bikes uh, running around <laughs> all over the place and uh, like in the weird Weirdest, the yeah. weirdest spots they're just, just of course they're in some cases just left there because yeah. someone else can can pick it up so that, that that's also what you target right so, yeah. so these kind of companies that uh, that kind of do yeah that. so we have two uh, two ways of entering the market for the big mobility providers we offer them more creativity so there is uh, a big bus company that will adapt 100% to VMC, so all buses will uh, uh, be connected to our network. Yeah. But it is not because uh, we don't compete with uh, with the over chip card, of course. We are more like an add-on um, because this company wanted to do some kind of loyalty program. Great, but uh, you cannot do a loyalty program using the over chip cards. Yeah, it's not made for not that. An app. Yeah, yeah, it's just not made for that. Uh, for the uh, people that are listening, the over chip card is kind <laughs> of the the per default uh, public transportation card in the Netherlands, right? yeah, it's, uh, uh, which you can just charge and use. Yeah, which is a great system, especially if compared to all the systems which are operational in all the other parts of the world. Uh, any other country you visit, usually it's really fragmented. Yeah, sure. Uh, so uh, uh, of a chip card, it functions really well, but of course has some downsides. We offer... The big mobility companies easy uh, uh, access to a, a system which they can be more creative with and for them it's also easy because they can connect more different kind of mobility services easy yeah. to their network yeah so uh, to, to have an add-on uh, for the big mobility companies is a strategy to go to market and uh, the other strategy is we offer the startups 
a really efficient and cheap way to have uh, a, a payment data and identity service uh, on your uh, on your services as well because hey, we already build it you use our API of course we need to do um, a lot of configuration and, and building stuff, but uh, compared sure, to yeah. building uh, something from scratch, it's uh, yeah. I mean, if if uh, the, the thing is that uh, a lot of these mobility companies they they're not going to create this whole kind of technology, right? They're not going to create a whole blockchain for themselves again. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't right? make sense. No, yeah. and it's also not their uh, their mission, right? So their mission is to exactly, have yeah. a, a piece of the market in the mobility industry and not in necessarily in the blockchain or payments or data industry. Yeah. So uh, I can imagine that kind of uh, running this uh, this uh, this kind of network of uh, of nodes and stuff like that costs a lot of money. Uh so how, how does that uh, how does that wor- work with uh, for example um how does a client of yours, for example, pay you? Is that uh, some kind of a, a recurring fee that they pay, or is that per transaction, or how does that how does it work? Uh, so, first of all, because we have that authentication layer, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, because we do it a little bit differently, so we use uh, a very efficient um, proof of. Uh, we use a very efficient consensus algorithm mm-hmm. and a proof elapsed time consensus algorithm from the Sawtooth project which uses the validation uh, the hardware validation in the chips uh, so it can do validation really really quick and efficient compared to the uh, proof of work yeah. consensus algorithms but uh, it's also because we have that authentication layer that we can use such an efficient uh, way of doing validation in network. so at this moment it's not expensive and what we also do is in the terminals that you see in the bus mm-hmm. uh, we have um, eight processors we don't need eight processors so <laughs> we, ha- uh, we only dedicate two to run the processes that we yeah. need to display the QR code and a few other things and the rest of the uh, uh, processors we can use to do validation in the network at this moment it's not uh, because it's pretty complex of course to yeah, set up of course but that's the theory so we want to the more vehicles connected to the network the bigger uh, the more processing power the network also gets and of course other people should uh, run nodes as well yeah yeah and that's also how you uh, in theory could uh, later on uh, uh, get your I don't know your payments out of it or whatever right oh yeah so yeah. And, uh, the, our business model is because uh, we also thought that well, it's kind of a ripoff if we would make a utility token and then let people invest in it and then maybe it goes up, but maybe it will go down. Yeah, yeah. It becomes an object of speculation. Uh, and then if it becomes an object of speculation... It's not people, good for you as a company as well. No, of course not, because yeah. big big mobility companies don't want to have that, yeah, first sure. of all, because yeah. they lose their margins. But it's also, um, from an ethical perspective, uh, you can argue whether or not this uh, democratization uh, dream that many of the, these companies claim to uh, uh, to want to achieve 
I think in many cases it achieves the opposite because their tokens are a subject of speculation and if they're speculation there are winners and losers and mm. I don't want to be a part of that, uh, that game. Which is logical. I mean, uh, uh, you so want to be a stable company uh, yeah. uh, that, that provides this kind of... Uh, this kind of network that uh, people can use, of course, for this mobility service. Yes. So, and for uh, when it comes to the business model, of yeah, course, sure. uh, uh, access to the blockchain is free. So, let's say you want to have three uh, bicycles to uh, to add to the to chain. add to the network. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Um, but if you have a revenue bigger than twenty five thousand euros, you have to start to pay a small revenue, uh, small transaction fee to us. Yeah, lo- which is logical. I mean, uh, you cannot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. If if someone is doing like a few million uh, euros, it's not uh, it's not fair to you uh, no. to, to to do it differently. Yeah, uh, what we then do is to uh, because we want to provide. Um, also, we also want to democratize uh, the uh, the ownership of the company. Um, so what we want to do is we so we have a security token, and the security token is a revenue share model. So if you have the if you bought the, the security token, um, a piece of the transaction fee, a small tra- uh, will go to the security token holders daily. Yeah. So sure. the bigger the network gets, the more money uh, you it will generates. receive. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the more money it will generate, and that's a way of rewarding you, of course, for making the investment to us. But it follows a logical path of business. Yeah. So the yeah. better we do as a company, the more vehicles connected, the more transactions, uh, the more value in that token. And then we also decrease the speculation effect. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, looking at the technology, of course, we talked about blockchain and, uh, and everything around that. So this is a, a big chance. I didn't, uh, I didn't expect it to be this this interesting because of uh, it, it is an interesting field, of course. I mean, mm-hmm. the whole mobility world, and and I, I love that you saw a chance in that in using it this way and uh, getting getting it to, to to do what you wanted to do. But also, what is interesting to me is also what you kind of see as chances for kind of the blockchain technology to be used in different areas not maybe in mm-hmm. your, your field so what what do you see uh, happening there? there there was all kinds of uh, crazy ideas mm-hmm. that, that yeah, people yeah. were doing Every, everything on the blockchain <laughs> <laughs> everything on the blockchain yeah. and, uh, and people were as we mentioned uh, before the podcast people were saying yeah it can cure cancer and stuff like yeah, that yeah, well, yeah. Uh, we, we which is pretty crazy and uh, not at yeah, all true I think uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but what do you kind of see as as other uh, maybe other kind of uh, ways or other things that we could use this technology for as well yeah it's difficult to um, really really predict the future of course yeah but you see on a corporate level that a blockchain uh, is being used in, uh, for supply chain management uh, so there are big big companies uh, experiment with it and do it impl- do implement it pretty successfully. So that's um, uh, that will definitely improve supply chain management processes. Yeah. Uh, so that's on a corporate level and on uh, the so the whole dream of democratization of ownership, democratization of revenue and uh, of a lot of other things there I hope we can see better initiatives that really are capable of executing on it uh, properly. Yeah. So there are, there are now 
cool initiatives with uh, dem, uh, dem, democratization. Dem, yeah, like democratization, that. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll do it again. But there are now really cool initiatives uh, about democratization of ownership of um, uh, real estate, for example. So oh, that, yeah, that's uh, crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, and, Great. Yeah, and also for contracts and kind of agreements. Yeah, of course, no, not to mention the smart contracts. So yeah, uh, uh, we are to uh, give you a really beautiful example. Uh, I think so. We talk with a big mobility company, and they explain to me. Well, sometimes we work with subcontractors, and they do what they need to do. But I have to wait for two years to get my money, <laughs> uh, and it's uh, it's really painful. Uh, it's not only yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, every every business owner knows this kind of pain more yeah. or less. I mean. So if you can agree on certain payment uh, uh, conditions before, you can easily program it in. If we may meet these conditions, this what this is what happens, and the payment has been done instantly. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's the, that's, that's the really beauty. trivial, yeah. but uh, yeah. uh, it's a big, big, big step forward, of course. Yeah, and uh, the, as you <clears> said, the, the kind of uh, the supply chain thing is also interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, I know that a lot of uh, kind of package uh, handlers and uh, yeah, big shipping companies, yeah. of course. Yeah, they they are using it to uh, to do the manifests and stuff like that, right? To yeah. to be to be sure where the package was and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that, those are kind of things that you that you see, and 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 also what I've seen on the internet a lot. Uh, a lot of people are talking about those kind of applications, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, because uh, of course, corporate companies, bigger companies, have more money to spend, and they sure. have a bigger. Uh, they, they if they invest in something, they will execute on it properly. Um, and it will make uh, the, the, these complex processes a, a bit uh, better. Mm. Uh, but I of, of course, I hope for uh, really smart companies to step up and to uh, be a part of opening up uh, industries, uh, creating a b- better ownership of all the stuff that we have in the world. Yeah, and making it really, more transparent. Really yeah. Yeah. yeah but because it will become really, really difficult, of course, because anytime you see, every time you see with some kind of disruptive technology, it promises a certain kind of future. And with yeah, the, the forces of capitalism and just pure nature of people uh, uh, are. They really, destroy it, yeah. They destroy it, not necessarily, but. It's difficult to uh, limit it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult to manage it. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It's uh, it's a little bit like what's happening with the internet as well, right? Yeah, Which is, was also an open kind of uh, yeah open network. Yeah, and actually. now we're yeah. stuck with Facebook. Yeah, uh, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people are saying that lately. Yeah, yeah I get that. I get that. Well, the the, the thing is, uh, uh, that's that's uh, as you said, that's the beauty of kind of these kind of technologies. They they kind of promise something that. Uh, that yeah. You want to that you want to achieve as well as a business owner, but also as a human being, I think. But yeah. um, and it it it's unfortunate, and in some cases, it gets limited by whatever reason, right? A government or whatever, right? Yeah, and I don't even want to say that governments are the biggest restriction in yeah. this moment. It's just the the nature of people that we always want more and more and more for ourselves. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's and that true. it uh, becomes a, a, a challenge. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Uh, to wrap up, because I want to ask you the the final question, and the final question is also <laughs> always the hardest <laughs> one. <laughs> sure. <laughs> At least uh, a lot of people say it's the hardest one. So, what what are you most proud of since you uh, since you started VMC? That we actually have an application 
that people can use uh, uh, to take the bus and to take an, a ride on an e-scooter company. Something really, really trivial in life that uses this complex technology that everybody's talking about but nobody understands. So yeah. we made it really accessible and that's really, really cool. Just download the app, take the bus. Here yeah. you go. Yeah, that's cool. I, I I didn't even know that that they use it already. And when you saw showed me the, the video, I was like, yeah, this is, yeah, this so, is so easy, man. Yeah, so uh, we don't want to market it uh, right now, no, big time, course. because hey, let's make sure that it, it works <laughs> yeah. really, really uh, uh, brilliantly first, and then uh, we'll market it. But next year, we also are gonna. Uh, roll out a bit further so we have an office in singapore since a few months oh cool really yeah so uh, we will go to asia and uh, explore really cool things over there as well very cool so where can people find you on the on the internet vmc.ai very cool and uh of course uh, for the listeners you can uh, find the bits versus byte podcast on uh, bitsvsbytes.com and also on all uh platforms for uh podcasts uh, spotify uh, soundcloud apple Podcasts, all over the place uh, and also on social media on uh, twitter instagram and uh, linkedin it's all bits vs bytes and i'd like to thank you for listening and until next time <laughs>